Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, and I am your host, and I'm here with my co-host and executive producer, Mark Griffith. We want to thank you all for joining us, and uh, just hope that you're getting your weekend started off right or your weekday, and we just are so thankful, first of all, for the opportunity to speak into your life, and we hope that we can bring something of value to you. Um, and you know what? This is an amazing uh, marriage that we've created here with this station. And Mark and I were talking just a moment ago with Bob Bell, who we met uh, back in January, and just talking about how happy we are here. Oh, absolutely. We and Bob's have, such a nice guy, such a genuine good. spirit that uh, just makes the place open and, he and had, fun. He had an intern here that um, was going to play the state play, in the state basketball playoffs and right. had us pray over him. And I think that that speaks to the type of people that we're dealing with over here. And so we're thankful for that. And, you know, we're on all kinds of times. We're on um, the Drive at 5, which is where you're hearing us right now, um, on Joy 620. We're also on Saturday from 9 to 10 on Talk 760. And then uh, again on Joy 620 from 10 to 11. So we're so thankful for that. Um, And and it's a big deal for us because we want to bring information to um, our listening audience. And that's what we're doing. We're bringing that information to you every week. I want to point you out to a couple of places that you can go to get information. Thehousinghour.com, number one. Um, That's where you'll be able to listen to current shows, past shows. You'll be able to share that with friends and family. Um, Also, we're on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash thehousinghour. Um, You can locate us there and on Twitter at thehousinghour. Um, The mothership of our information, the treasure trove, is thehousinghour.com. You can find our special series. We have a brand new website that is very dynamic, and it's it's really an incredible website, and we're so thankful to Arlen uh, for helping us create that with BizPro Sites. Um, So what we do here for all of those people that are listening is that we bring you shows every week about interesting topics. And one of the most interesting topics that has been happening over the last month is, of course, been the weather. And it's it's funny, and I, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I go to Faith Promise Church, and um, our guest today is also a member of Faith Promise Church. And I met him um, because he is plays the guitar in, in the, the worship band. And then I also do video. So that's how we struck up a relationship. But it wasn't until... Till John Lindsay, who is our guest today, mentioned something in a post on Facebook that was on David Aldridge's one of his pages, which is uh, the CBS WVLT TV um, weatherman who has a Facebook page. That John and I realized that we both had a passion for weather. First, before we get started, John, thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So. When we when we saw that, and I mentioned somehow, you know, wow, we should start a Facebook page. And, and, and <laughs> that's the first thing that came to your mind. <laughs> yes, and, and I think John, you concurred pretty quickly, and so did a couple of other people. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, a, there's a lot of people that love weather. Mm-hmm. They just do, and it's hard to find. I think we talked before. Right. It, weather is such a polarizing thing. Everybody's mm-hmm. got an opinion on it. You love it. You hate it. Especially the snow. So, right. Um, uh, 
watching the snow come and go or just, you, you know, everybody got real excited. The snow lovers were just excited right. about a huge <laughs> snow. It's been so long and nothing. Right. And so they... And then there's disappointment, and then there's anger. And then there's fear when the, the ice comes and not the snow. Yeah, because that event that we're talking about was a big ice event. It was, and it was, it was it, there was no shortage of opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and speculation. So, <laughs> and, and speculation, yes. So you know, getting together and just uh, trying to look and see, and, you know, everybody's an armchair you know, right. Uh, weather, you know, weather, weather, yeah. Right. So, uh, so yeah, some so are who, better so, than others. But though. who would want to do that as a profession? I mean, honestly, you're never right in this area. No. Oh, it's thankless, and you isn't always, it? Thankless, totally. Yeah. Well, and for me too, I always look at weathermen, and when I see a forecast and it doesn't come true, and I can remember when I was a boy and uh, John Gerard. Do you remember John Gerard? W B I R, I believe. And they canceled school one, um, and I don't think it was just his forecast, but I remember them canceling school because he was guaranteeing it was four to six inches. That's right. what it was. Well, we didn't have, like, the technology. We didn't have the weather models leading up to it. We took John Gerard for what he just said, <laughs> and it ended up being nothing. I had people spending out at my house. My mom, you know, we had no school, and we had nothing the next day. So it goes back, and that's where the passion comes in, because I love what snow means in, in the, the the kind of the, the beauty of it. And the the way that the weather works in East Tennessee is, is so different than any other place, it seems, in the country. And why is that, John? Why is the valley, why do you think the valley has such a difficult time to forecast? You mentioned going back to John Gerard. It's not been that long ago um, where you didn't have these zone forecasts, and, uh-huh. and they just looked at East Tennessee as one large area. And, you know, you would observe and think, well, they just forecasted this generic four to six inches, but the, the plateau got a lot, uh-huh. or the mountains got a lot. And so you, you tend to have the, the air coming off the plateau that just kind of dives down, and it creates these little swirling eddies as it moves up through the mountains. And, and, and you have, you know, the temperature difference, the, the, the wind difference, the pressure differences. So it, 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 all of the different layers of atmosphere being affected and you just it doesn't take too much in the valley uh, mm-hmm. especially here over the last several years with temperatures being what they are uh, to go from uh, you know maybe snow you know several layers up in the atmosphere to it just being too warm mm-hmm. uh, to really do anything at the surface but, sure. yeah, but let me tell you something when i was a kid mm-hmm. and growing up in knoxville the weather person was margie eisen yes mm-hmm. and she was famous because and we had a saying back she then. was the dissenting vote on john gerard's forecast that day <laughs> oh, was she? No, I'm probably <laughs> i'm just kidding there was a saying with margie margie said it would because yeah. it always seemed like she was accurate now Did how she changed she... her name to eisen she changed her name to make it sound like a weather person she, it, she definitely <laughs> was maybe, maybe so but she was you're right but she you know the, the thing about it what has changed i mean that's back in the 70s they didn't have these computer models Models, and they seem like they were a lot more accurate then than they are now. Maybe that's just my... I think that's just your perspective. Dis- that's a good question. Perspective. It's a good question. <laughs> Do you need the book for that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's, it, it's such a weird cycle because, you, you know, you remember back in the, in the, in the late 70s when mm-hmm. we just had a lot of snow and, and even into the early 80s. And then, you know, we went through this real dry spell where there just was nothing. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're back into 
Uh, I mean, I guess everybody remembers 93 and the blizzard and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 March 12th and 13th. There you, <laughs> there you go. I, I remember the, the, uh, the, the newspaper carriers were, were still delivering mm. for, for the Sentinel, and they, they were wearing these shirts that said, I survived the blizzard of, you know, of mm-hmm. 93. Um, but we've not had a large event like that. Um, in a long time, although mm-hmm. if you looked at, the, if you believed a lot of the models early on, especially early mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. it looked like we were going to get these oh. 8, 10, 12 plus inches of snow. Right. And it just, for whatever reason, we got a lot of precipitation, but it just kind of fizzled out. And you know, I remember 93. It's a very good event to look back on because it's almost that, you know, moment where all of our wishes came true. And I'm sorry, folks, if you don't like snow, this, then you might tune out right now. It was, that there was. There will be another show next yeah, week. The, and you'll the, like that one more. This event in 93, it was where everybody that w- loves snow, I mean, it came to flourishion. And we had, I remember it in our house in Oak Ridge, it was, I believe, like 17 to 18 inches. That's right. It was like a two-day event. Yes. And, and, it, and it just snowed and snowed and snowed. And I remember, you know, having friends over, and I wanted them to leave after like a week. <laughs> because you could, and remember, because w- there was a cold spell that came after it. Yes. So the roads just did not clear up. But anyway, I remember, and if you, there's very good documentaries even on this storm. Because if you recall, in Florida, in the Panhandle, they had tornadoes. I mean, it was a huge hurricane-type event but I remember um, the history of it and that was when weather models really started to, to, to come around and I remember everybody saying well, we just can't believe this weather. There's no possible way that this is accurate. We've never had this event in 50 years. And there was thunder snow too. And there was thunder snow. We'll Jim, talk about Jim Cantori. Jim Cantori would no, have I, been happy. I, I saw the thunder snow in that 93 storm. Really? Oh yeah. Thanks, Brian. Right. Thanks, Brian Williams. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I saw. I was out there in it. <laughs> but seriously, John, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the, yes. The weather models. That's when they started to come around, and and it was pointing to this large event. And people couldn't believe it. And so now everybody's so skeptical, and they should be. But for some reason, that event actually came to fruition. So many things have to go right to get snow in East Tennessee. Mm -hmm. It just really does. And that time you just had, you know, you had the low in the right spot. You had the The cold air in the right spot. (laughs) It was a dual Texas low. Yeah, Yeah. and and you just had everything just just sitting over us, just just doing nothing, but just just, just churning. And it just grabbed the moisture and just, just, just... just kept just dragging it right down on top of us, mm-hmm. and it was just so much of it. It just saturated the air, and I there was nothing. It. Everything that fell was snow, and it was uh, it was. I, it mean, was, I love snow, so I it was love. a beautiful thing. Now, now, Kevin, you should yeah. tell everybody what the page is. Yeah, they absolutely. Want to go to, well, it's, it's growing so large, we don't even need to promote it anymore. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. So, so anyway, going back to David Aldridge's post, and we love David Aldridge, and, and we always share his stuff. We, we believe he's very accurate, and he has nailed the last three storms. Mm-hmm. He's been the person that has given us pretty much exactly what we've gotten and told us what we were going to receive. And so <clears throat> David made that comment. So the Facebook page is, if you go to Facebook and search East Tennessee Weather Page, you can go there and like our page. And John and myself, I am a minor con- contributor, and John is more of the major contributor. And and you know, it's not it's not magic. We're not we're not claiming to be forecasters. We're not claiming to be weathermen. We're claiming to be amateurs who love weather. And so John has a passion. He's sharing. Um, things that he remembers, things that he sees happening. Um, I love when, John, when you compare the models and say, well, this is what this model is currently saying. Here's what this model is saying. Let's see what happens. And then he ends a lot of his 
post more to come. And I always love that. I'm like, oh, that means it makes no still. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's kind of what what it is. So we want you to go to Facebook and like our page. We have about that I've mentioned 1500 likes, which right. I think is pretty strong in less than a month's time. Uh, so less, less than that. It was like a two weeks, right? Well, it was like the 16th, I think, of, of February. So yeah, it's been less than a month um, to be exact. But I love it. And, and you know, we have a lot of people that contribute to it, and we, we, we just enjoy engaging with people. We enjoy the conversation, and we're not judging anyone. And we try to respond to every post that people have. It, it, including the one where I told everyone in East Tennessee to fall back. <laughs> Instead of spring forward. Great piece of advice. It was, um, it was, it was, it was too far. It was too, much, too, too ahead of its time, I think. Really. Right, exactly. Well, he was doing some research on, on the, the evolution of the time zone changes, and he just, he just <laughs> Well, it. you didn't claim that this was going to be accurate. Yeah, exactly. We're not AccuWeather. <laughs> We're amateur weather. You know, I will say this. I'll, I'll be bold, and I will say that, that, that that's probably going to be accurate sometime around the first week of November. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there, and we'll check. We'll go back and fact check that in a few months. Yeah, we only have a minute left in this segment, so we're going to, on the second um, segment, we're going to get in more um, to our passion and talk more about what weather models are. Um, what is it? What are we talking about? Is it, you know, back when Margie Eisen, she was not a weather model. <laughs> she was a weather person. So let's talk about what. She wasn't a meteorologist. <laughs> she was not. No, she was not. I don't think so. How dare you say that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think she's self-proclaimed non But we'll talk more about what that is. And actually, let's talk about what the difference is between yeah. a weather person and a meteorologist. Because we do not claim to be meteorologists by any means. So join us back at the other side of this break. We'll be right back after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. We want you to run to thehousinghour.com and check out our past shows. Uh, we have a treasure trove of shows. Every time I talk to John about a different subject matter, I'm like, oh, yeah, we did four shows on that. And here's the experts that we had in. We were talking um, last night on Facebook a little about um, the condition that weather plays on homes. And, um, you know, John was like, well, do you know any stats on what? I'm like, oh, well, little. We, you know, had Dr. Roderick uh, Jackson from mm -hmm. ORNL. We had a guy from DOE that specializes, you know. So I was like, we, yeah, of course we've got stuff. Um, but that's what we were talking about passion during the break. And we're talking about how when we kind of get into a subject matter, whether that be weather or music or, or, or church or anything at all, you, you want to understand how it works, why it works, why it doesn't work. And one of the most intriguing things about the passion that I have, which is weather, is weather models. And what are weather models? How do they work? Where do they get their data? You know, I always want to know, are they recalibrating their data whenever they see what the actual information is? Because, you know, when hurricanes are coming, they go as far as flying airplanes into the hurricane's eye to get data to get a more accurate projection of where this is going to go. 
So I'm thinking about buying a Cessna and flying into a <laughs> snowstorm and gathering some data. But seriously, John, and, and, and John's not a meteorologist. He, he loves it. He's a, a passionate about it. But you understand it more than most. Could you just kind of give us a layman's kind of explanation of, of what, I know you're not capable of layman's terms, but of what weather models are? No, no I'm just, <laughs> um, the, um, weather models are. If you go back, it's 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 kind of interesting. You 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 know you started with people looking. I mean, back in the, uh, I mean, before computers, you right. just didn't have the ability to just to to process a lot of information. Galileo was the first weather. So man. you're yeah, yeah, so you're staring. I, I don't even know if that's you're, true. St- you're, st- you're staring at you're staring at clouds. You know, you're you're looking at temperatures. You're passing around old wives' tales and things of that nature. Right. Um, you know, staring at the woolly worms and you know and the, and, wo- the woolly worms. Yeah, you know, you're looking at the you know the little, you yeah. know the woolly worms and the, the caterpillars. More, more hairy they are. The tougher the supposedly winter. Supposedly the tougher the winter. That's yeah, where John so, Gerard was getting his information. Could be. <laughs> could could be. Um, cultivating cultivating worms in the backyard. Um, but uh, so you know the the advent of the modern computer um, uh, allowed folks to be able to 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 put a lot of uh, of this of, of this information together and uh, if you actually look at it, it's kind of it's kind of fascinating uh, mm-hmm. computers being another passion of mine um, th- some of the first your first large-scale modular computers were actually uh, designed by a guy oh. named John Mockley and um, they were weather uh, for weather models. Yeah, he was a, he was a physicist who did weather as a hobby, and he was convinced that 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 weather was a part of patterns and could be mathematically predicted and things of that nature. And so uh, he was actually not interested in pursuing a lot of uh, a, a lot of this until uh, you know unless it had kind of a, some overlap with with mm-hmm. weather. And so uh, a friend of his talked him into to, to basically helping to build this contraption to help calculate uh, artillery uh, trajectory tables. And uh, and, and so because wow. it, when you calculated them in one climate, it was different than another climate. That is amazing. Where, where the air might have been different. So anyway, so uh, the, the the long and short of that was it progresses to the point of, uh, you know, now having we've got computers that can can take you know, differing thousands of weather stations, you know, generating, you know, pressures and temperatures and wind directions and, and of course, you know, uh, through the differing layers mm-hmm. of the atmosphere and trying to put all that together and showing, you know, air direction of, of flowing masses and, 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 you know, high pressures, low pressures, calculating those out and being able to, to attempt based on the way weather, we know weather to behave or mm-hmm. like to think we know weather behaves, uh, to try to predict that. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many things that change that by the time you've actually calculated this, um, and you used to, some of the first models took, you know, a, a half a day or better, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how much information you, you, you threw into them, uh, to, to come back and give you an answer. Well, by that time, all the data's changed. Mm-hmm. You know, your foundation has shifted underneath you, and that's the, so you, you, you move away from, you know, some of the models that are, that are, you know, calculated, you know, a few times a day to the, um, uh, uh, Noah's got an, uh, you know, HRRR model, uh, 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 that, yeah, that, that I love that thing. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it? that thing. And uh, it uh, the basically what it does is it is it gives you um, a, a radar and you can choose precipitation type and you can actually see based upon the current conditions what the precipitation type and where it's kind of going to go. It's a yeah, it's a, it's a uh, it's it's a very high uh, high resolution rapid refresh is, is what it stands for and they they've they've uh, it's just a fantastic model for actually looking at things as it's you know mm-hmm. kind of near time happening and and, mm-hmm. and it's uh, uh you know when you're staring at the temperatures you know and the 
all the precipitation, mm-hmm. the the winds. You know, when when you can see all of that coming together, it's able to model that and give you, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you know, it's almost like looking at a radar of what you're, you know, what and what's the RPM? Is that a wrap? Wrap, and not not like a wrapper, but like. That's not Todd Howe going out. The weather today is going to be. Because they use the RAP model. WBR right. uses that a lot. Now, I also have noticed them in these last couple of storms coming out with the NAM model. Like, um, Todd will show his future cast, which I'm assuming is a proprietary WBIR type of modeling. And then then they'll also show you, here's what the NAM model is showing. And then also the, the RAP model. Um, I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, similar rapid a rapid refresh. So yeah. it's probably similar to the HRR. Very yeah. likely, yes. Right. The 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 thing that that amazes me about the models are is that is that you just like for example when you're staring at them you love to see these this convergence of, mm-hmm. of, of one model against the other and and if everybody's in agreement you feel pretty solid. Uh, right. Unlike what we had earlier where nothing seemed to be telling the same story right. you mentioned the uh, canadian model right uh, uh, uh during the break talking mm-hmm. about how how it looked like in, in in one of our earlier storms that it was pretty spot on right um, it was the march 5th storm it was showing very light um accumulation like one to two inches maybe but more 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 rain for knoxville and guess what we got we got some ice at the beginning but then it was rain and it quickly changed and it, it was pretty spot on whereas the euro model which <laughs> up until the day before the event was showing Going three to four inches for the valley and that there's just i was like and the nam was showing um it going way north so Very the, well north, the, yes. the nam was also fairly accurate but i would say that the nam wasn't 100 percent accurate because it was saying one to two inches for dallas and uh, my uncle got four inches so it's so hard but to, I, I don't understand how these models can get the timing because if you've got polar air coming down and you've got this low coming up from the gulf i mean the timing of it is what makes well it depends storm, on right? it depends on when rush limbaugh's on the air too well that's true because so the, three o'clock the hot saying, air i'm just I'm kidding I'm maybe just kidding. that's it maybe they're just not factoring I'm enough, <laughs> enough data in to get the timing right no that's probably i mean what it, it seems like the the, the timing so you know if it arrives at Three o'clock, then we're going to get three inches, or it's going to be rain, or something like that. And that's well, I remember, and John, you may recall this too. I remember there being moments, even in the last like couple of few years, where everybody was saying no snow. Like, well, last year, excuse me, last year as a perfect example. Um, I remember WBIR. I remember Todd Howe. Please forgive me, Todd, if you're listening, because you're. We great should get him on there. Forecast, but but he was saying, you know, less, much less than what we ended up getting. And that's not, that's not knocking Todd because right. I know how hard it is. But we ended up getting six inches. You recall last year's storm. Right, it was a right, six-inch right, right. storm. So, but, but, again, I think that goes back to all of the conditions as – and I think the low may have wobbled. You've used that a few times, right? What does that mean? Well, I, I, I tend to, to – to, or are to you just saying that the, you don't that's have any straight idea. From me, exactly. a wobbling just, low we have only one minute in the segment so but that's correct the i think from a from the standpoint of like watching the you know you'll see some low stall out or some lows just kind of the track wobble you've seen mm-hmm. you see it happen a lot with hurricanes mm-hmm. you know where it'll just right. it'll just wobble from 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 you know in tennessee just that slight 
movement mm-hmm. one way or another can mean the difference between getting nothing, mm-hmm. getting snow, getting rain. And, and so y'all know we also have another Facebook. It's a prayer group for the wobbling of the low. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Well, we're out of time for this segment, and it's going by really quick. Um, come back and join us after this segment. We have an exciting announcement at the end of the show as well that we'd like to tell you about. It's an outstanding opportunity for our listeners and our fans. Be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. I bet you know how to play that song on your guitar, don't you? I should say I have guitars, and I hold them really, really well. Playing is debatable. <laughs> oh, see, this is such a, this is just, you're not, tell, you're not telling the truth. I, I feel like this, I'm telling the truth. No, I've this, told the truth before, and it feels listen, just like this. Listen, this, this show, we, do you know this is a Christian station? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he is lying. I mean, I have videoed him countless times, and you probably don't even remember, because it's just another guy videoing you. <laughs> but, because. It we, happens so often, really. Yeah, that's, that's it's right. just. It's just another forgettable moment. Well, because we, we have, and I don't want to call them solos, but we have these opportunities where there's just, um, you know, a guitar that's going to be playing. And I, I just, I remember just so clearly how good you are at playing guitar. And you also have an outstanding voice as well. Um, we had, and I don't even remember, we were trying to remember what series it was, but he came out with this, what was song was it again? I think we were doing More Than a Feeling by Boston. And he, I mean, listen. <laughs> well, that's a great Christian tune. <laughs> Isn't it though? <laughs> Brad Delp was a solid, yeah. solid man. But he, he sounded exactly like him. it. It was perfect. So anyway, I don't well, even know why. Look, I we, want, we want some of your music, send it to us because we'll upload oh. it on SoundCloud. Oh, we'll see. FP, what is the <laughs> website where you... Oh, you do that already. FP Originals. Oh, uh, Faith Promise does a lot of original music, so uh-huh. they've they've got plenty of plenty. Of, they've got another another, How many another album written? coming out. How many have you written? Uh, um. Oh, gee. Oh, now as far as just like just uh, songwriting is just a, a, a hobby, so I don't oh, know. Oh, good. I don't know. You are so humble. I, I don't know if I've even ever written one. Oh, wait, twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> but have you written one, two, three? It, we've I don't know. We've we've done for the first. Uh, First four or five years, I guess we, we did about about ten a year, I guess. Really? So, yeah, I mean, there and there's some good. There's songs a bunch of good well. bunch of good guys out there, and there's some some folks doing. They're doing some 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 new stuff right now. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, they just released one, did some Christmas stuff there. They're getting Tanner ready to pump out Zach. another one for all oh, those guys. Yeah. Are you if you haven't heard any of it, you, you really get five hundred plays a day and, and and pick it up. Oh, they those guys are excellent. Those yeah, are, they those are. guys are excellent. Yeah, they're you pushing should, John out. You <laughs> should. The millennials should, are taking over. Should, oh, it, it's good quality. Good it really is. Stuff. It's really good. And, I mean, every church, and we're not here, you know, promoting Faith Promise. It's going to promote itself. But um, you know, there's so many talented people in Knoxville, oh, yeah. and I've been to other churches, and, and they're just there's just a lot of talented people, and it's amazing to me to see the talent level. And so, this new series that we have, um, we're still trying to coin the phrase because one of the things that we chose to do is to make a series, and this is what we're going to do about people in our area that have a passion, a talent 
or any type of um, activity that they love talking about and that they have it, hobbies or whatever it is. And we'll, we'll co- I've already coined the phrase, actually. Mark forgot it. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't remember it. <laughs> that, that's true. Hey, it's fleeting. So what a team. This mind works it, fast. So, um, you know, uh, I guess one of the next things that we'll, let's talk about um, – one of the reasons there are weather people. I mean, look, we got sports, you've got weather. Um, those two things are never going to go away from the news cycle. And it's one of the most reported things every day. And what is what is the number one story in the history of m- the modern era? It's, it's weather. Weather has always been on CNN, Fox News. It's been on, I mean, every, every news station has a weather person. And, you know, each news station doesn't have an ISIS person or a terrorist person. I mean, these things well, are, CNN does. Yeah, it's true. And Fox. Um, but you know what I mean? I guess what I'm saying is, is that it's a staple in our society. And guess, and why? Okay, you've got farmers, so there's agricultural um, needs. Um, you also have uh, people who got to get out there. There's all kinds of events going on, you know. So, so weather has become a business. And we were talking about, for some, it's a business, and they go about it in a business-like manner. And then there's others who like it as much as we do. I don't know if all weathermen like the weather, but um, in David Aldridge, we pointed to as being a person who kind of went out on social media. Um, But, John, what do you think that the reason, I guess, that weather strikes a chord so much on a national level? Because, let's say, Jim Cantori, that video that went viral and that's me that is me you know I, i'm out there and I, I if i heard thunder snow i would say that's it i got it because it's just an ama- amazing event it's it's a phenomenon but but the jim cantores why are people so passionate about weather you, you touched on it it's a it's such a part of our life mm-hmm. i mean we've all played in the snow We've all well in East Tennessee anyway. I can't speak for for everyone down in right. you know, South Florida, but right, right. Uh, but we you know we we you know we've played in the snow. We've uh, you know f- feared driving in the mm. snow. <laughs> we've, right. uh, you know we've been stuck in our driveways, just kind of staring down the hill. Right. Um, but but it's uh, the weather, the tornadoes. You know mm-hmm. we've we've uh, the sunshine. We've just it, it, the weather plays such a huge part in our lives, right. and it's a lot like. Um, uh, you know, when we talked about music, it's a lot like music in the sense that it's so taste-based. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you either love snow or you hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you either love a, a, a rainy Monday or you hate it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or, you know, so it's, uh, I think it's such an ingrained part of our life. Plus, it's that, just that part of the unknown. I mean, we touched on weather models. Mm-hmm. Um, the uncertainty about weather models, if there was one good weather model, we'd all use it. Mm-hmm. We would all know. We wouldn't be second-guessing, mm-hmm. you know. We'd be, right. we'd, we'd but that's what makes it, it so neat, we, though. It is. You know, we, we actually discussed, like, the, the Euro. The, uh, just the came Euro. out. Yeah, you know, and you're staring at it, and you're thinking, hey, is it going to snow? And I think we mentioned before. I think 42 we, inches for the valley? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, we, we, I think uh, we, we mentioned, uh, I, I had posted it, you know, if, 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 if I had a quarter for every time the Euro forecasted snow for Tennessee, I could take everybody on the page to Disney World. It's, right, it's, right, right. It's, it's just, there's just that uncertainty, and we want, we want to know. But it's yeah. also our, our lust to control. And we can't control this. This is the one thing among a lot of things Speak that people... Speak for yourself. I don't have a lot You can't control. control it. You want to control it. And so we desperately seek to control it, but we have no control over it. That's why we watch the models. Oh, yeah. sure. So we know. Sure. And, and I mean, you saw that kind of helplessness play out over mm. social media. Mm. And, and if it hadn't... 
if it hadn't been so um, so bad in some cases, it would have been remarkably funny. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you that very first event, you, you mm-hmm. saw it coming. I mean, it was you knew the Friday or Saturday before. Oh, this I is guess. the one you with saw the huge, the huge ice. ice storm, and then you knew it was going to go down. They were forecasting lows. Oh, right, uh, right, you know, right. Of of you know negative kids miss school for nine days yeah. in a row and, because of this storm. Right. And so you knew it was going to be a huge event. It, it it became fairly obvious early on that it was going to be a huge ice event. And so yes. you know what happens in East Tennessee when you get a lot of ice. You you the trees come down. It's the worse power than lines snow. come down. And so you you know okay we're well, we're going to get ice. So it doesn't take you know a lot of thought to know that we're going to lose power in a lot of areas and oh. i think kub oh, was okay. out thirty thousand folks 30. and and yep. uh and 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 back on the the, the those those cumberland the, uh, the plateau oh, it was, they were just awful. and you've got the there. crews that were it out there like in, hiroshima in cumberland county oh, it, it was really awful did. and you know you've got these crews out there in in you know zero degree weather getting our heat restored mm-hmm. to us but you except for the Lindsay household right exactly and so <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute <laughs> sure and so we've got all of the you know all of these folks who may be without power they've they've they're there's the uncertainty they want to control it as you mentioned it's, it's such a fast food you know convenience store mentality where you can drive through and get exactly what you want exactly when you want it and the mm. weather didn't play that game with us no so that exactly was, and, and the, you know the, the news reporting and the cool thing about it is, where even though winter's over, uh-huh. here comes spring with all the major storms. Yeah, because La Nina, you, you sent me an article about um, what the effects of La Nina and um, El Nino or whatever it is, yeah. right? And can you just briefly describe, that's probably not going to be possible for you to just briefly describe what, what does that mean, La Nina and all this? <laughs> it's basically the concept of is is currents. <laughs> you just throw in the, yeah, that's right, flashing the book. Um, yeah. The concept of of what happens when you have the the currents coming in from mm-hmm. from the Pacific and how that affects the the, the weather patterns. In an, in an El Nino pattern, it tends to affect uh, our weather uh, in North America. Uh, uh, certainly a good bit. Same thing with with the uh, more, snow? more snow. More uh, <laughs> snow. <laughs> you get a lot of you know you get a lot of uh, you do get a lot of precipitation. Of course, it comes mm. back down to to whether or not you have enough cold air in place. Right. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely affects the you know it's a cyclical. Uh, and what's uh, the female version of that? La Nina. La Nina. And yes. what is La Nina? Or I don't know if that is the female version of it. Uh, I guess the boy and the girl. Yeah, it's La, uh, well, so. exactly. Um, so. It, you have these these driving weather patterns, and you just have all of the uncertainty, especially when you're talking about coming into the spring. With you know, you mm. have your cold air and your and your you know and your warm air masses coming together and clashing. And yeah, we're coming into the area where you know a lot of storms, a lot of potential tornadoes, and and going back to your hail. idea of uncertainty, hail. Mm. You know, your uncertainty. Um, I'm, I'm sure this is coming into the great time for the insurance companies. I bet they love this. Time we just had that. one on last week, as a matter of fact. Well, you know what's crazy about that is that. When this our weather page is going to continue, I think it's going to become more popular over time, certainly, because the news in weather is going to change and it's going to get even more volatile, I think, in the coming months. Because I remember in 2009 uh, when we had that hailstorm, and man, there was torn it was tornado valley through Alabama. If you recall, in the plateau, it was almost every day you seemed like. But guys, join us. We have one more segment. We're going to come back right after these messages here on the Housing Hour. 
The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Don't you know who you are? What has been done for you? Thank you for coming back into the Housing Hour, and I definitely know who I am. I am not a weatherman, but I am a passionate person. And part of being passionate, it has pros and cons. It really does. You can ask my wife um, because she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm looking at the 12Z model of the Euro. And she's like, what in the world are you talking about? You know, (laughs) or whatever. I don't even know if there is a 12Z of the Euro. But it actually just has two models that run per day, I think, actually, the Euro. But um, if you want to learn more about um, weather and join the discussion Join the passionate community. Um, go to Facebook and just search East Tennessee Weather Page. Um, and we are heard worldwide, and I'm sure that the Valley's weather may not be important to you if you're in Mozambique, which we have several people that read our blogs in Mozambique from wherever. But China, China, the world. we have them all over the world. We really do. Um, but we'd love for you to join the discussion. And here's what we're offering. We have talked about it. We thought, what could we do? What could we do to make this um, next season be more interesting, have more discussion, more passion, and so we're going to run a contest. And, and here, let me give you the rules. And Thursday, we're going to post. We're today, a little bit after the show, we're going to post this in more of a formal ma- manner. But basically, we want you to tell us what your favorite weather story is. That could be when you were growing up. That could be happening now. Um, it can be anything related to weather. And we want to try to keep, if possible, um, it to a minimum of, you know, I don't know, what, what do you think a good number would be? as far as characters go um that pictures we keep too about. like a pictures picture. would be great yeah, yeah. pictures we, and i mean just all i'm saying is words. we don't want it to be a novel sure 100 words, words would yeah. probably be sufficient and and then what we want to do is at some point in the future if you're willing to do it we'd like to have you on the show and have you call in maybe oh. come in and talk about your story mark saying oh i oh, did that's know. great <laughs> that's great great idea but the biggest what's the that biggest bill from award, somebody in china who wins this well they can call in that's fine <laughs> we'll have a translate i'll have my google translator right here um but the biggest um, award, the biggest prize is going to be that Mortgage Investors Group and John Lindsay's family, John and his family, are going to offer you a, a weather station. Talk about what the prize is, John. Sounds like the price is right. <laughs> exactly. The, there is a, uh, you may be familiar with uh, Weather Underground, the, mm-hmm. um, the, the, weather, the yeah. weather portion. Mm-hmm. Um, they have um, lot, there. There are lots of, of weather stations um, mm-hmm. that that NOAA tracks and all. Weather Underground also has uh, several of their own. That they're basically just a weather station that basically communicates through your wireless router mm-hmm. back to the Weather Underground, mm-hmm. and so you can actually track what your particular weather station in your backyard is doing and and trend it and get yeah. forecasts down to it. And so it's it's a it's a really fantastic weather mm. tool. So if you if you're passionate about weather like we are, and again mm. we're just two we're just guys that right. just like weather, mm-hmm. trying to understand more about it, this tool will actually the, the this weather station will actually help you if you're 
of the same mindset, it right. will help you to better understand the weather in your backyard. And, so, and then also, so what's all the value of, of that, John Pardo? Yeah. Well, we're still discussing that. We'll, 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 we'll know because there's different setups. I want to say it's a new car so bad I can't. <laughs> right. right. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a brand new car. It's a brand new. Oh, but, I bet that was satisfying. I mean, they they can go. The price of them can go from two hundred fifty dollars to a thousand dollars. So the, there's wow. a variety of price. We're just, we want to get one that's adequately um, set up for the type of um, information we're looking for. Gotcha. And we're going to share it with our fa- That's what's going to be cool is that as a community, we're going to be able to monitor the weather at this individual's house. It's not going to tell you a geolocation of your home or anything like that. Um, it will give us a general area of where you are. Um, and I think this is so cool. So go to Facebook. And then you search for East Tennessee weather page. And I've already been thinking about creating a website. And this is something I'm probably going to bite off soon so that you can go and get more information. But guess what, folks? We've come to the end of our show. We want to thank John. We want to thank Mark. We want to thank Dave, our producer. We want to thank you, our listener. If you're passionate and you want to learn more, go to thehousinghour.com. Share it with friends and family. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. We love it. We love you. Go out there and do something special. We'll see you next week right here on The Housing Hour. That's The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know. So come here to find out. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. It feels like-